Hello, everyone, and welcome to a bonus episode of MPT. Wow, what a day. I gotta tell you, I'm like emotionally all over the place. I've been up since 2.30 this morning. I just got home from work. Uh, my landlord is about to come in any second to check my filter. So like, I gotta keep this thing moving. Um, but I just wanna say, first and foremost, thank you to everyone tuning into the bonus pod. If you're here because you listened to uh, the regular MPT that came out this week, it just means a lot to me that you are invested in my journey and David's journey and our journey to find love. Um, so just to quickly recap, sounded like I was on The Bachelor just then, didn't it? I don't know. I'm sleep deprived, clearly. But just to recap, this morning, my fiance David had his interview at the U.S. Embassy in London, um, something that we have been waiting for for 16 months. It sounds so crazy. There has been a mountain of paperwork filed, of lawyers called, of you know planning and canceling and and finding short-term rentals and you know cars and and airplane tickets and just so much um just to get to this moment. So I was really stressing yesterday. I was spiraling even though you know, in my gut, I knew that everything was going to be fine, you know, because most people get to, it's like when you get to the interview part, it's just, it's just like semantics at that point, right? They just want to make sure that you're like a functioning human being and that you're not, you know, like strung out. Honestly, I know that sounds kind of harsh, but it's true. Um, Because I already know everything about you. I had to submit, I had to submit my whole tax return, 80 pages of my tax return, police certificates. I mean, you guys, it's insane, the amount of things that you have to do. Um, But I woke up this morning at 2.30. David's interview was at 3.30 here in the States, 8.30 in London. And he sent me a picture, you know, outside the U.S. Embassy. And he's like, I'm here. Um, I'm going in. That was at 3.21. I know because the the time stamps in my brain. Um, 404 is when he got out. And I mean, long story short, his visa was approved. I like, I, I haven't really sat in and like, I just haven't really sat with it, you know, because when he called me first, I was half asleep because it was four o'clock in the morning. Um, you know, then got up at five to go to the morning show and to talk about it on the air and like all the adrenaline is really high. And then obviously now to <laughs> running in here, trying to do this bonus pod quickly, meeting my landlord outside and he's like, I got to come change the filter, Cleto, you know, I just haven't like really sat with it that like it's over. <laughs> I know it's not over because, you know, we still have the whole green card aspect of things, but like like in a matter of days, David is going to be here living with me. In in a matter of a couple of weeks, like he's going to be my husband. Like that is so crazy. I'm not scared at all. I'm so I mean, I'm I have a million different feelings. I feel relieved. I feel joy. I feel a lot of love. Um I feel very blessed because It's not just that I have the love of my life, you know, which is like great enough, but like I have somebody who I knew, I mean, I haven't cried yet and I just, just buckle up. Okay. But like to just have somebody that would 
put their whole life on hold and like not have a permanent place to live and not you know, it's just a very difficult situation for someone to go through for years. For years, David did that for me. And a lot of people would not do that. That and the fact that like, I just have always had the feeling that even though this is hard, this was really hard. Um, and it came with a lot of high highs and a lot of low lows that like the end would be worth it. And just this feeling of relief like really is just so worth it. I just don't even know what to think. He booked his flight. He'll be here on September 30th and he'll never have to leave. And I think that's like just the part I'm so, I really haven't like cried about it yet. So it's just hitting me. But there's been like so many goodbyes, you know, and even though you know that they're short and that you'll see him again soon, like that doesn't make it any easier and it's like you have so much fun when you are together that the times that you aren't together is just really hard it's really lonely and the only other thing that has made me this emotional the past 24 hours honestly is like the messages from you guys I'm losing it I'm just gonna tell you I'm losing it the messages from you guys have been so just sweet to see how many people like just based off of a stupid Instagram page that I started during the pandemic because I was bored and lonely because I couldn't see David to see how many people like care about me and care about him and care about us like having our happily ever after it just like I cried reading every single one of your guys's messages and it just means the world to me and I know I say it as like a cute little catchphrase love you like a sis but like oh my god I love you guys so much truly and it's not it sounds so stupid like it really does but you guys like are my sisters and don't ever think that you're bugging me in my DMs or whatever because I really do love talking to each and every one of you. And I didn't like set out on this. You guys know I hate. I'm not an influencer. I don't make enough money to be an influencer. Um, but I guess I'm just surprised at, you know, something as silly as like pop culture commentary has really like opened up a community of people for me that make me feel like loved and that is just I just feel very loved on all fronts my family who have like been there for us every step of the way doing what they can to make it easier you know my my mom my sister my shoulders to cry on but that's it he's coming on September 30th it's done we're gonna be married in October and there you have it. And I promise I'm not going to cry anymore. Okay, let me give you my little grease rundown before Cleto comes in to change the filter. Um, it was amazing. Absolutely amazing. We stayed at the Nisaki Boutique Hotel. It's N-I-S-S-A-K-I. Um, they have a bunch of different rooms for different prices. But what I really loved about Mykonos is that 
in the planning process, it was a little difficult because there's not like a Hilton or a Marriott or anything like that. Every hotel in Mykonos is like a boutique hotel. So don't let that scare you off. Um, There's also different hotels with like different price ranges because Mykonos is like notoriously one of the most expensive places in the world. Um, I will say that we booked our hotel for $400 a night, um, but we did get upgraded to an amazing suite and um, breakfast was included and it was like, it was a breakfast buffet, but it was, it was like gourmet breakfast buffet. So that was really nice. Um, In that area, we just walked down the street and there was like a whole strip of beaches, a whole strip of restaurants, literally, you know, a a one minute walk from our hotel. So it was really great. Um, But also, we got the ATVs. The ATVs are definitely the best way to get around in Greece because they don't have Ubers there. They don't have taxis there. Um, so there was just like, a, there's ATV rentals like on every corner. So we just rented that. It was like $60 a day. And like we used it one day, we took one day off. Then we used it the next day, you know, so it wasn't too, too much. Um, and we just did that around the island, which was great. It's a great way to get around and a great way to see everything. There's really touristy things like uh, there's this little strip called Little Venice and then there's the windmills. David and I didn't do it. We went to Mykonos Town one night for dinner and the meal was insane. It was so good. But but that definitely was the touristy area. And we're like, this isn't – it's not necessarily it. So if you're planning a trip to Greece, Mykonos specifically, and you want that, that's great. But if you want a little – calmer, you know, the Nisaki boutique in that area is definitely the way to go. I will say that I was very pleasantly surprised um, because, you know, Mykonos has the party city, party town, party island rep. I I did not experience any of that. I mean, really none of that. And it might be because um, the season technically ends in October. So things were starting to wind down. Um, But it was very relaxing. It was very chilled. Um, so don't let that scare you off when it comes to um, Mykonos. So there was a semen strike, and that's the only way to put it. I said what I said, a semen strike. The ferries didn't go on uh, the day that we needed them to go. So initially, we were going to island hop from Greece to Paros, which also is becoming a little bit more popular. It's like just as beautiful as Mykonos, but... Um, not as expensive. And we didn't originally want to island hop, but the reason we did it was because we couldn't, we actually couldn't find four consecutive nights at one hotel. Um, so we're like, let's just go to Paros. So Wednesday was, sorry, I'm sniffling because my snot because of crying. But anyways, yeah. Ew, disgusting morgue. I apologize for that. Anyways, um, where was I? Oh yeah, we were supposed to island hop on Wednesday. The semen strike happened because of poor working conditions and we weren't able to get on the ferry. So at that point, David had travel insurance, which is great. I highly recommend, especially if you're going to island hop because things can go wrong. Um, We just, especially because we were leaving on Friday from Mykonos, it would make no sense to get on a ferry on Thursday. That's an hour ferry from Mykonos to Paros to get there, to get settled in, to really only have like six hours or so to enjoy Mykonos before it became nighttime, then to just turn around or Paros, excuse me, then to just turn around and go back to Paros the next day. So we stayed in Mykonos and we had no complaints about it whatsoever. It was amazing, chilled. Um, You got to be careful though, because we got scammed. 
we got scammed and um, it's easy for, you know, an American tourist to fall into that trap. Um, what happened was they have day beds there, very nice day beds. They're like big couches and uh, you can rent one. And we went we went to a beach one day. It was like 70 pounds or 70 euros, which is like $70. So $35 each for a day bed for a whole day. Fine, whatever. So then we go down to another little beach closer to our hotel, and the guy gets us in, David in. I was upstairs dealing with my um, travel constipation, which I won't tell you that story. I told you a little bit on the pod. If if you've ever been uh, podcasted, if you've ever been constipated in a foreign country, it's not a fun experience. I can handle it in Florida. Handling it in Greece was a little bit more difficult, but we worked it out. Anyways, while I was fixing that issue. David went down to the beach and the guy was like, free day bed as long as you buy a drink. And so David's like, oh yeah, great. So he goes and he buy, he gets a Red Bull because you know David doesn't drink. He got me an Aperol. They come in those big mugs, those big like margarita glasses, right? And I'm like, oh, that's got to be expensive. I heard our little neighbors on the day bed say that they were $60 a drink. And at first I was like, what? $60 a drink? Are you kidding me? But then I was like, okay, you know, we're not big drinkers. This will last us all day. It's fine. Uh, David ordered another one. I don't know why. Um, So we ended up paying $200, right? But we're just thankful that we didn't get scammed worse because we looked up this place afterwards. I mean, thousands of negative reviews. They were actually fined $30,000 by the government in Greece because they were ripping off American tourists. We saw um, this one article where a couple stopped in for two drinks and oysters, just as like a little tied over $900 tab. I noticed, because I I was thinking about getting food while I was there, and I noticed he wouldn't show me a menu. He had a menu tucked up underneath his arm. And he was like, oh, we have salad and and fries and what do you want what do you want i'll make you whatever you want i'm like i want to see menu and he would not let me see the menu and so at that moment i was like i'm not ordering food from this place the drink was 60 dollars. who knows how much the food is going to be and he will not he's got a death grip on that menu underneath his armpit i'm never going to see it so three drinks two hundred dollars sucks um but also you know did a little bit of girl math i was like look we didn't pay for the beds the drink lasted me all day so i would have paid close to two hundred dollars anyways right that's the best way to um not cry for spending two hundred dollars on three drinks um but yeah had the time of my life we rented a boat just the two of us and it was only like 250 dollars you can for four hours and you can drive the boat you don't need a license which is kind of scary but they give you the rundown um lots of amazing things to do. So I highly recommend um, a trip to Greece if you want to go there. They did say the off season was October through February, so you might have to plan it for next year. Um, but yeah, if you have any further questions, hit me in the DMs. Sorry, you guys were my little therapist today, but I, I mean, my God, I love you. I love you so much. Some would say like a sis, like familia, because I do. Thank you for coming along the journey with me. Next stop, we're getting married, baby. In four weeks. Four weeks. Yep. All right. Have a great day. Love you like a sis. A Huda Media Production.